Hey everybody, it's Monday, it's 6 o'clock. It's the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and I am burning down the house. The, the hot flashes last night were so crazy, and like these nutty OCD thoughts, like I can't get this one Billy Joel song out of my head, and it's just over and over and over. It's the Anthony song, the moving out, moving up. Anyways, it's driving me, I mean, every side. I wake up from dreams, and I'm like, it's still there, and then I touch my chest, and I'm like, why how are there so many sweat glands in my chest? I didn't know that there were this, that your skin could exude this much water. Okay, uh, I don't know what you guys are working on tonight, but we've got we've got some comedians that probably won't be as honest as I am about. My, I shouldn't I shouldn't tell people about my they're all like good uh, old women sweat. That's a, another reason why not to have sex with them. Uh, your first comedian uh we don't have to give him comments but you can take notes if you want oh remember it's joke workshop so four minutes at three minutes you hear the horn and then we have four minutes of comments and you know give really nice comments and i didn't think that first comedian i was like why give him comments because he's awesome he's like past the punchline and everything like what, what the fuck do i have to tell him about comedy so i think we'll just let him be entertaining if that's okay with everybody uh put your hands together for your first comedian everybody ian levy That's very nice of you to say, Pam, but I'm here because I have no new jokes, so I'm going to go bomb my ass off. Okay, here we go. Um, What am I working on? I recently um, I recently told a woman uh, that I wanted to, uh, that I had been casually seeing, that I wanted to stop hooking up with her, uh, which felt meaner than any breakup I've ever been a part of. Uh, just because it was like, hey, you know how this is like super convenient and co- takes up no effort or energy? It's still not worth it. All right. and it's still, that's how much I don't like you. <laughs> it's just, uh, it, it, I don't know. Because there, there, there was a price. It was I found the casual, you know, I, I think I want a real relationship because with the, the casual thing, there's supposed to be no strings attached, but there there always are in the end. It felt like, like going to uh like I guess casually hooking up feels like going and getting like a sample at Costco. Uh cuz you get the thing you want and then you still the the person at the kiosk was like, "So what are we doing now?" And you're like, "Oh, okay. I guess we have to hang we have to watch an episode of the British Bake Off together. Well, we spoon." No, okay. No. No, 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 no. Okay. That's fair. Um <laughs> I um I don't like how I I am um I'm, I'm looking for love. There's a list of things I'm looking for. I think you know I I want someone who's uh who's principled and I have all these values I look for, and I will throw out all of that uh, if you're hot enough. That is the it turns out there's no moral line I won't cross. It doesn't matter what you want. If you don't want me to recycle, I won't recycle. I will start burning all of my plastic. It doesn't if you're right body parts are round enough, you know, let's do it. Which makes me feel very shallow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's about, that's uh, about appropriate. Okay. Um, uh, let's see here. I, um, I had this happened not too long ago. I was outside of a, um, 
I was outside of a, a place in this, um, this guy was, uh, up in my face just trying to talk to me. And I, I think I was just trying to be polite. You know, I didn't want to just tell him to like, uh, get the fuck out of here. So I just said the first thing that could come to my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to go get a, a cigarette for my friend. Uh, and I've never smoked a day in my life. I was like, I'm going to get a cigarette. And the guy went, uh, oh, I have a cigarette. Uh, and then he handed me a cigarette. Uh, and so I'm just holding the cigarette. And I think he could tell that uh, I was just being weird because cause he leaned in and he went, uh, smoke it. Uh, so now I'm up to three packs a day. I need to learn how to stand up for myself. Let's see here. Um... Uh, I keep matching with, um, on dating apps, I keep matching with women my friend is also matched with, and we keep going out with the same, not intentionally, <laughs> it's just happened numerous times, which you might think sounds awkward, uh, but it's actually worked out, we've just started trading notes, it saves a lot of time, uh, he's, you know, he's just like, uh, yeah, uh, Casey, she's gluten intolerant and is a Gemini. And I get there, I'm like, you're a gluten tall in general, aren't you? And she's like, ooh, you're so perceptive. But she doesn't know that uh, women just apparently really like the women who are into me are also the Ryan Goodcase. So that's uh, <laughs> it's happened th three times. <laughs> three, that's, this seems like more than a irregularity at a certain point, right? How many, okay, I thought San Francisco was a big city, but okay. The um the woman uh I actually the 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 third woman happened with who we both matched with, uh she canceled on me today. We were supposed to get a drink later tonight, uh, and she canceled on me. And then she said, uh, "I actually met someone, but thanks anyways." Uh, which I don't know how to take that. It's like I guess good for you. I don't know. It's uh, it it just I guess it's like it wasn't worth just you know what if we had some of this you couldn't just get coffee with me anyway just to, that's how sure you are i've never been so sure of anything in my life nope okay yep uh, um let's see here uh does anyone else uh every time you have to screw something in just uh fold under the pressure and just have no, I just have no idea which, which, which way is left or right or up or down. I just, I just keep screwing. It turns out not only do I not know my left from my right, I also don't know the difference between uh, tightening and loosening. So, because I'll just be, yeah. <laughs> it's more just a, a observation I had recently. Um, what else? I, uh, I went and saw my dad recently. Um, my dad is, is very honest. I remember when my uh, parents were splitting up, my dad told me, he's like, hey, I want you to know this divorce is not your fault, okay? It's your brother's. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, okay uh, I think that's all my time. Thank you very much. Yay! Yay! Ian Levy, yay! Does anyone have anything they want to say to him? Uh, just uh, with the cigarette joke, you said um, he asked you what you were doing, and you said, I'm getting a cigarette for my friend. And then, but the joke was that you had to smoke it. So if you said you were getting it for your friend, then he wouldn't want you to smoke it, right? So you shouldn't say that you're getting the cigarette for your friend, right? Oh, from. I said from. Oh, from. never mind. Perfect yeah. set. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no about, notes. I was, I was about to say. 
a grammatical note over here for money and another. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next time you have a note, why don't you shut the fuck up? You know, no, 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 I'm joking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember you being past a punchline, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Clap your hands together for Ian Levy. Yay! Oh my god, I almost hyperventilated there for a second. That was. I was really, don't bully Ian. He's like my favorite. Um, the other Ian, not the Ian that was just on stage. <laughs> the other, don't bully any Ians. Uh, your, your, next, uh, your next comedian is, uh, sh uh, she didn't make it, but you have another one. And take notes. And uh, he's on like every show, every time. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. All the every show, every time. Never heard that sound like an insult before. All right. <laughs> who's who's supposed to be before me? Abby Laporte? Eh, more like Abby the Short. Have you seen? Holy shit! Have you seen that fucking? <laughs> she's nice. She's nice. This is a sweet lady. Um, I it's good to be here. I've been thinking uh, a lot lately. I'm a little worried about the apocalypse. Uh, only because I just realized they're probably not going to have showers. Uh, I I love shower. I shower. Every, I showered this morning. I do it every day, and it's my favorite thing to do. It goes showers, and then sex, which is weird because when you combine the two, I don't really care for it. I I think shower sex is actually pretty uh, underwhelming. Um, I tried the other day, couldn't couldn't do it. She was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "I just feel like we're wasting a lot of fluid." <laughs> <laughs> fluid that's going to be vital for that upcoming apocalypse that I was trying to tell you about and that you didn't want to hear. Actually, do you mind if you get out? I need to be alone with my shower thoughts for about 45 minutes. Everything I've said so far on the stage I thought of in the shower. I, I, people, are like, <laughs> people are like, do you write? I'm like, no, nah, I get wet. I, <laughs> like Denzel. For, I'm, more, I'm more like Ethan Hawke. He's the one who smokes the PCP. Um... Sometimes uh, sometimes people don't uh, ask me uh, why I, I don't drink. And I like to refer to my favorite story of when I blacked out one time and I got in an argument about who's gotten more pussy. <laughs> you ever do that? You ever compare body counts with your dad? <laughs> I felt bad for him. He just had to listen to stupid drunk son. Like, what's your number, pussy? <laughs> Disgust. Ugh. Disgusting. It was really awkward the next morning because he woke. When I woke, I was waking up. And he's like, remember that awkward conversation we had about, you know, women that we've had sex with? I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, I just want to let you know. I fucked your mom. <laughs> I was like, ah, you got me, you motherfucker. Um, sometimes I argue with my, uh, with my partner and I don't know what we're arguing about. And you can tell when I'm losing an argument, I get very incoherent. I just start sounding like the song, like lyrics to a song written by Beck. I just, <laughs> where it's at, <laughs> come on. That's, that's a Beck song. That's, uh, that's a song written by Written by Beck. <laughs> That's what I sound like. I don't know. I had a whole Beck. I I I had a whole like I was like, yeah, dude. When I'm losing an argument, I just sound like li like 
lyrics to a song written i'm just gonna keep repeating the premise until it, is, it eventually works uh you know it sounds a lot like that you know i was taking out the trash because you said you cleaned the shoes like that's what the arguments sound like it sounds like beck uh <laughs> yeah you know what no i don't know i mean uh i uh oh right the new variant, that's what we all want to talk about. I feel like, uh, it's called Omicron, right? They're just calling it Omicron. It just sounds like they're naming variants to not hurt big companies anymore. You know, that's what it sounds Because coronavirus came around, Corona beer took a big hit. They were <laughs> pretending to be good sports about it. They're like, oh yeah, coronavirus with Lyme disease. That's really fucking funny, cool guys. And then the first variant came along, we called it Delta, and the airline, was not happy about that. And and so we're like, oh, sorry. How about Omicron? And everyone's like, yeah, okay, Omicron. But now there's probably some small biotech company out there that's just like, fuck. <laughs> oh, how did we get in the way? Oh, we had a meeting about this, remember? Even if they skip the rest of the Greek alphabet, it'll still probably be called Omega, right? Yeah. I don't want any of your fucking comments. <laughs> no, all right. Guy so Morrissey, everyone. La, 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 la. Um, I have one, just an interesting fact. Beck is a Scientologist. He is. So that's an interesting thing to say when you're going on about Beck. And then I kept thinking about Beck. I'm like, oh, do you think about Beck in the shower? I like all that shower stuff. That training day thing, that was a deep cut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, and then in the beginning, I mean, the only thing I can say is I'd, I'd give maybe like, two weird examples of why you love showers so much. I mean, I know why people love showers. I get it. But if there were just two, like, just weird details before you rolled into okay. the rest of it. it just feels yeah. so you great. can use the ones out there, too. It's up to oh, you. Cool. There's a lot of weed on this table. Um, <laughs> Tight. Um, I like the bit about um, the big companies, like, freaking out about the variants. Okay. Um, I know for Delta, like internally, they only just called it the variant. Huh. So that that could be something you could play off. And I, I did like the bit about the biotech companies and like, um, yeah. So that I, I liked it though. All right. So Delta was like, we don't actually say its name around here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we like they we just called the variant <laughs> as well. Yeah. 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 The Voldemort. That, the virus that shall not be named. Older. Oh, Pam, Dan just told me to tell you he's not going to be able to make it. Oh, yeah. I saw I got his message. Oh, it's okay. Right. I just was timing, so I didn't. That's so nice of him to go around to try to figure that out. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Him. If he's really, that's very nice. Does anyone else have any comments about? I just particularly liked your use of the word waste of fluid because oh. we, we all knew you were going for water and then you put a <laughs> lovely twist on it. Went, oh, that's <laughs> desperately gross. So that was top marks for that. Thank, thank you. Also, it's, I mean, I, you, I think you mentioned it. Having sex in the shower doesn't, it's, it's not very fun. It, Are you the one that talks about being cold? Surprisingly like you're cold unlubricated. For, uh, right, surprisingly unlubricated. Very rubbery. Uh, you're the one that does the joke about when you stand there, someone's cold for... A certain amount of time after that's or not me but that's not I you remember hearing that somewhere oh shoot yeah. i'm getting shower jokes confused yeah shit oh it's uh, anthony zaccaro i know the joke okay yes yeah. sorry all right um yeah. i'll steal it it's fine right. <laughs> uh I, I i like the with that joke it was just funny that you were like 
Two things that are great, but when you put them together, they're awful. I, I don't know if you want to do this, but just Other to make examples. A, yeah, just do like a yeah. comparison. And just like, you know, I like ice cream, but I wouldn't yeah. eat it while I'm having well, sex. It, yeah, you know, yeah, something yeah, like that. That one wouldn't be so bad. But like, yeah, cocaine and waffles. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes, that's a good. Yeah, I, I really that tickles my fancy. Put your hands together, everybody, you. for Kyle Morrissey. Yeah. All right. Um, Abby's still not here, and that's okay. And she messaged me, too. I just haven't checked it. I'm sure she's fine. Um, but put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Take notes and be nice to Trevor Whedon. Yay! Oh. Thank you. How's everyone doing tonight? Okay. <laughs> Ladies, make some noise. Just one. Awesome. Guys, make some noise. Low energy, I thought so. And would I get some noise? <laughs> would I get some noise from my uncircumcised friends? Yeah, just you and me, my foreskinned fella, my hooded homie. I think guys with uncircumcised penises get a bad rap. <laughs> I, th <laughs> I think, I think there's like there's health issues associated with it, but I'm not here to talk about the cons. And if you didn't know the health issues, grab some pen and paper. Let's learn. I'm here to talk about the pros. Reason w number one why it's good to have an extra flap of skin on your penis. Extra sensitivity during coitus. That's straightforward. People kind of knew that. It's a myth, but who knows. Reason number two why it's good to have a foreskin is uh, you got a secure pocket on you anytime you want. You know, if you get pulled over by the police, you got some drugs on you, just put that little baggie peeled back and put it in and let it slide over. They're not going to check there first, I think. Uh, and then reason number three why it's good to have an uncircumcised penis is I think this could save you money. See, I have friends that spend hundreds, even thousands of dollars on outdoor equipment, and every time I go camping with them, they just, like, point and laugh at me as if I've forgotten something. Oh, Trevor, you idiot, you forgot your sleeping bag. Little do they know. I have a sleeping bag on me 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know? <laughs> Got a babe with me, just like, oh, you cold baby? Get on in here. There's room for the two of us. If you're not laughing, you're not picturing a dime-sized, I mean a quarter-sized extra flap of skin stretching out and engulfing myself in another body. So fuck you. <laughs> All right. That bombed, but <laughs> I'll do one that works. So San Francisco this is a good place, progressive place. It's been taking some time to... Uh, come to this moment in my life, but I'm here to come out as bi, racial. I'm half Korean and half pure. <laughs> and but like my parents growing up, they were hard on me, like you need to do your homework to be a scientist. And I'm like, Dad, you're white. Calm down. Stop mocking mom's voice. <laughs> my mom though, she's the um, she's the Oriental, uh, and she. <laughs> She's the one telling me things like, you can't, you need to clean up your room now. And then I, like when I came out to her uh, about being a failed open micer, uh, I, like, she's just ecstatic. She's just like, what are you doing? You need to be a scientist. 
And I'm like, mom, relax. This is just a side thing. And then, you know, I told her the whole biracial joke and she told me something I'll never forget. She told me, uh, Trevor, I sounded nothing like that. I've been living in California since I was two. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Trevor Whedon, everyone, with foreskin jokes. What do we think with the foreskin jokes? I mean, I don't really have a dog in the fight, so... And the only thing I could think of, I didn't, I didn't understand the sleeping bag part until then I did understand it. And I was like, oh, I get it. And then I was like, you're cocooning in your own foreskin. <laughs> and then I was like, yikes. And then I thought, wow, like, how do I relate to this and making it f funny? And I bet it's funny for boys. And maybe it's for, I, I don't know. I'm like, how do you couch it into something that, um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't know. I was just, for me, I was like, I don't know how to attach to this. Uh, <laughs> Hey, I don't have a dog in the fight, do you? Um, yeah, I got a lot of input on the racist <laughs> joke. Uh, no, I think you can get away with that, the joke with the Korean accent, because, you know, you're Korean. Um, I, I think maybe try revealing that your dad is white first, and then do the accent. Uh, just say, so, you know, I'm half Korean, my, my mom's Asian, my dad's white, and then do the accent. Like, the, oh, okay. the, I'm doing it in my head, and the rhythm still doesn't really feel right, but, uh, but I think the order might might be worth a shot, you know, fi just figuring out how to reveal that your dad's white first and then doing the accent and be like, dad, you can't, yeah. I'm going to kill you. No, but see, I think that's the funniest part of the joke is that the reveal is I that completely disagree. I've never come, no. <laughs> but I know I, I just, I think that, but that's the punchline that he means right now, right? Is that the punchline is that he's white because the accent is, so if you say it before the accent, then it doesn't make sense. We'll yeah, see. Uh, we'll try. I mean, it's time. racist either I was, way. I was, was going <laughs> to agree with that. I think like if you you could like lead it out even longer, be like do the accent a couple times, okay. and be like, oh, damn, okay, like, and then be like, you know, what? it really doesn't feel okay that you're doing this, Dad. You're white, and like you have like that be like later on. But I, I think that's a good reveal. But I was going to say like the bit about uncircumcised penises. Like I like how you open up with like they get a bad rap, and I was like, <laughs> you could you could just pause right there, and just let people like just eat on that a little bit. <laughs> Uh, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then like I think you can also like be like, and this is why they get a bad rap. I'll keep it short, or like just you can like build on like like because you're giving like a list of shit that you you benefit from with like an uncircum uncircumcised penis. Mm -hmm. But like if you kind of have it as like a list, it's like kind of snappy. That that'd be good. Yeah, just just an idea. Cool. Thank you. Um, on the uncircumcised penis um, series of jokes, uh, I know you you made a, like a little. You were talking about camping and then having the uncircumcised penis. Mm -hmm. It could be cool if you start off with the camping scenario mm -hmm. and say like, "Man, I forgot my sleep," or like they they tell you like, "Hey, man, you forgot your sleeping bag," and then no, you like. Whoosh, <laughs> and just like cover yourself with it, right? You can bring up maybe mm. the uncircumcised penis thing at the beginning, do a couple jokes and come back to it, saying like, oh, you went camping. Okay. Yeah. And then what else? Um, I know I think Kyle mentioned the timing with the, uh, like revealing your dad is white. You mm -hmm. could mention the biracial thing, like he said, and then uh, do the accent and then say something like, Oh no, Dad! Like you're, um, you're the white one here. Like you can't do that because I think okay. you you revealed that he was, your mom was Asian before that. So if, if you had that element of surprise, I think it would be a bit funnier too. Okay. All right. 
I'm going to con- confuse uh, your. Su- are you, we done? What, what did you, do you have a question? Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't see that here. Um, <laughs> to give you more confusing advice on the biracial. The whole issue is you don't have the surprise because even what you say, it's like, oh, he's talking about this dad who's white. He just hasn't said it yet. So if you just say, I came out as bi, then you throw in the accent, then you go, oh, I meant biracial. <laughs> so then, then you've got it really coming because okay. I really thought, and then, then you twist it and like, oh, there's a couple things that you twist it all at once. Okay. Kind of like that. Yeah, sorry, one quick, it's just the part when you go uh, making me half Korean and half uh, pure, and then you should, you should say something like, resulting in me becoming an act against God or something like that just oh. to like round it out a little bit because you always hint at it like with the pure stuff uh-huh. but then you have you establish that you're not pure so you have to be like making me you know an abomination something like that that's it okay cool thanks guys clap your hands together everybody for Trevor Whedon yay that's how the joke workshop works all right uh your next comedian keep being awesome paying attention and giving good notes Everybody, oh, I keep forgetting that. It's Carvin, whose last name I'm going to try. Okay, Carvin Desayan. Yay. Yay. Thank you, fam. Um, I do appreciate you trying. It's Desanaika, but Carvin is good. Thank you. 2021 has been a tough year for a lot of people. A lot of communities hurting. Uh, I try to do my part too. Try to be a better feminist and male ally. That's why I let my girlfriend pay for dinner. She's uh, awesome though. She's also really big into baseball. So we've been going to a bunch of Giants games too. She'll buy our tickets, find our seats, and explain the game to me. Uh, I'm more of a cricket guy myself. Um, I still don't get what's happening like in either sport. Um, all I do is just carry her phone around. Um, because unlike her, I have actual pockets and not just like tiny holsters for pinkies. As pants. Dating's uh, dating's pretty fun to watch, I'll say. Like, there are a lot of TV shows about dating, love, like Love Island and The Bachelor. I feel as an immigrant, though, sometimes there's a bit of an extra push to with dating. Um, one of my friends, he, he loves Chacos. Like, he'll wear Chacos all the time to the grocery store, to brunch, to the funeral. Um, and a lot has happened in 2021. Like, society has changed a lot, but we still don't welcome men's wiggly toes being exposed like that. Uh, he says it's for the, the ventilation in there. Like, we love Crocs. Free the nipple. Just don't free men's toes. Just keep him, keep him covered right there. So one day he came over to my place, and he, didn't, he had closer shoes on. And I asked him, like, hey, man, where are those wiggly toes, man? And he told me his visa was expiring. And apparently women don't like exposed toes. They like closed-toed shoes. He also broke his nail really badly. So that, that's worth covering up too. See, it's not The Bachelor or ABC Studios. That's, they're not America's greatest matchmakers. It's actually the Department of Homeland Security. So, Because they're bringing people and toes together. So let's give it up for them. something i don't like is men's weekly toast but i do love spicy food like i love a good hot sauce it's uh it's amazing um i also like uh biryani too so me and a couple friends we went to this biryani place 
Uh, biryani is a spicy sort of Indian fried rice. It's really great. Um, I will preface this saying that I am a little self-conscious about my level of spice. Like sometimes I, I just don't, I'm not a big fan of spicy food. Um, and we went to this biryani place and all my brown friends, they're guzzling down this food like it's Taco Bell. And Taco Bell to brown people is like Taco Bell to high people. It's just like Taco Bell to everyone, essentially. Like, you know, who can beat a cheeseburger, pizza, habanero, taco? That is amazing. Um, it's, a, it's a good time. Uh, my white friend, though, he was eating French fries. Like, I didn't know where he got it from. Maybe from the Burger King across the street. Uh, he was eating it with his hands, though. So he was being culturally respectful to the biryani place there. Um, he's a cool guy. I, uh, I was sweating though. Like I, I was out of my element. Like, why did it make food so spicy? I want to walk into a store, feel nourished and not worry, worry about crapping my pants too. Uh, it's worse when they give you levels, when they ask you what level of spiciness you want, like level one being like, okay, you know, it's kind of like chili peppers on pizza. Level two is okay. Give me some water and like all the Greek yogurt you can find level nine. They give you a waiver. That's when you know you're screwed. And level 10, they've like donated your body to science at that point. That's why I only eat French fries at biryani places now. All right, that's it for me. Garvin, everyone. Hooray. I, 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 like, I like it spicy too. I've, I've eaten some food so spicy that I've hallucinated. Oh, Lord. Like, yeah, and it's like sweating and hallucinations. Uh, Ian, comments. Uh, I, what's the t type of shoe he was wearing? Chaco. Chacos, yeah. Am I the? Am I the? I don't know what that is. Oh. Am I the only person? I don't know. I don't know what those are. So it, maybe change the shoe to yeah. Birkenstocks. Okay, yeah. You can lie. Yeah, no yeah. one's gonna know. Yeah, no one's gonna know. Uh, Chonklas? Is that what you said? Chonklas? No, Chacos. Chaco. Chaco. Yeah, I don't know like, what Chacos. It's are. like Birkenstocks, but they like straps over. Oh, okay. But it's like it's, I. I <clears throat> Yeah, do you guys feel just, Birkenstocks are more? Well, for me, I was like, I was. Chonkas are better. Chonklas. Okay. No, don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> I have the microphone. No, I'm kidding. Um, that was one thing. Uh, wait, and then I, I think I missed it. What, what does him put get putting shoes on has to do with getting a visa? So uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Essentially, I want to like show that he had to like. I'm trying to link this whole immigration thing together. Uh -huh. um with like dating okay so, so the, the way i do it is like he has to clean up his act so he has to like assimilate you would say S sort of assimilate or like you know it's so, yeah yeah essentially it, it, i guess it's not like super clear in the, in the yeah I, I think i missed yeah so if you could just say something like okay, okay. he's trying to find a woman so he's yeah, hiding yeah. the but then it would kind of mess up your whole shtick of like Thanks to Homeland Security. Yeah. So I don't know where you want to go with that. But I, can, I can, I'll workshop it, but thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think you, I think you kind of like, uh, you had an opportunity when you first talk, started talking about dating as an immigrant. Like I, I thought you could, uh, you could like sit in that for a second. Cause you said there's a lot of pressure, right? Yeah. You'd be like, dating as an immigrant, there's a lot of pressure. Like you're, I'm, I'm here on visa and be like, there's a shot clock. Like there's like a time limit and oh. then kind of like lead into like all the pressures that come with it. Okay, okay. Go into that. So like kind of like uh, be more explicit about like what that means. It's like, yeah, like, I, like I, there, there's, there's a time limit on this. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, need to, I need to get my shit together before like they send me out, send me away or something like that. Yeah. Or the joke is that you have to get on every single dating app because you're only here for eight months. 
Yeah, and yeah. you've got to find yeah. someone right now, right. like you said, like every right second counts. And then, and then you can talk about how, like, what are, what are you looking for? And then, like, like what am I looking for in a relationship? And then kind of play off of that with, like, oh, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, Thanks, Ajay. And then uh, the other thing, uh, the spice level thing, I like that you're doing that. And then you said, like, donating my body, like, to science. I think you could, like, lead it with, like, they're going to donate your body to science at level uh, level 7, and at level 10 they can't or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, like, okay. I see. It's, a, it's like, just, just too toxic at that point. Yeah, just a thought, just, bro. Like right. it should though. Yeah. Thanks. One last thing, if you want to, I mean, you probably have to bend the facts a bit, but if, like your friend was, you mentioned cricket. If your friend was a cricket player, and that mm. sport takes forever, yeah, then yeah. maybe play with that with the time limits of like, God, you only got three months. I know you play cricket, but everything has an end. Oh, okay, that's so, a good one. That's yeah, a good one. that's yeah. um particularly for audiences who are going to know about that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, thanks everyone. Corbin, everyone. If you want to date him, you can find him on one of the dating. He only has a couple weeks left. Ladies meet Carvin. Carvin, the ladies. Uh, all right, your next comedian. Uh, take notes and be cool. He's been giving really good night notes today himself. Clap your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay! Thank you, everybody. I have all new stuff, so bear with me here. Uh, I went to a bar the other day, and I oh, I was eavesdropping on this these group of guys behind me, and this one they were talking to each other, and one guy was like, "Oh, let's go back to my place after this," and the guy replied, "Are there any bitches there?" And I was like, "You know, that's not the joke yet, Ray. Get ready for this." <laughs> but he goes, "Are there any bitches there?" And I and I was like, "Oh, that's funny. I wonder what this guy looks like." I turned around, he was like a 50-year-old man. <laughs> And I was like, is there like a threshold of when we are allowed to refer to women as bitches in that way? Like, I, I feel like you're not allowed to do that. It should be like a crime or something. I feel like, you know, 20s, 30s, you're good to do it. But, you know, once you get to late 30s, 40s, you can't pull it off. You can't pull it off. That's all I had. Um, I was walking down the street, and I saw this woman. And do you ever see a person so attractive, you're like, feel sorry? Like, you hope she's okay? Like, you worry about her? Is that just me? Like, you completely skip any romantic thought you have about them, and you just go straight to, like, God, I hope they have a good home life. <laughs> Is that just me being a simp? I don't know. There's a joke in there somewhere. Someone can tell me about it. Uh, I, I have anxiety, which everybody does nowadays, right? It's nothing new. But I have anxiety, and it doesn't really make any sense. I don't really know where this came from. I don't have any real issues in my life, which is funny. But all of my anxieties are for like things that are like so crazy that will like never happen. Like I was driving on the street and I cut a guy off <laughs> and the whole drive home I was like, well, what if he follows me home? And what if he has ties to the mafia? And what if he breaks in and kills me? Like th these are the things that I'm worrying about on my drive home. But the problem is, is that I'll be worrying about that stuff and I just won't worry about shit that I actually should be worrying about. Like I have, I, I, I pack a lunch every day when I go to work. And I, I use this bag, <laughs> I use this bag to put all my shit in it, and I, I don't even think about it. And one day I looked at the bag and it just said patient refuse. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, patient? And I found it in my grandma's house, and I'm like, well, the last person to use the, to be a patient in my life was my grandma. And she's dead, so I'm using my, gra my dead grandmother's garbage bag 
<laughs> to like eat lunch in and I didn't even think and I still use it I'm like well you know a bag's a bag so I feel like that's something I should really be worrying about because I'm probably gonna catch a disease from it if I keep using it <laughs> but I really I don't have any <laughs> I, I don't get it I don't get the anxiety because I don't have any issues in my life I, I, I literally I don't think I've ever had a single problem ever I sat down the other day and I'm like Ian what's the worst thing that ever happened to you and I was like well I lost my favorite jacket that was that was the best thing I could think of <laughs> that was the best thing I lost my favorite jacket uh, that's all I wanted to do. Thank you. He lost his favorite jacket, everyone. He, Ian Langlands. That was great. Um, looks like we have uh, other comments. You can go ahead, Ray. Oh, yeah. Uh, love the set. Love the new stuff. Awesome. One question. Uh, where the bitches at? I'm a little uh, offended. I'm 50, and I say that all the time. Uh, secondly, um, I think maybe um, naming the disease that your mom's gonna, that you're going to get from your grandma, yeah, I, specifically. I, I, I couldn't think of one. You yeah, know, yeah. Is there like Eventually. a funny one? I, I don't know. I'm going to get, uh, get on, uh, uh, dementia, De whatever. Something, oh, okay. something old. Something, something that refers to. Yeah. Scarlet fever. Uh, well, that's all. Yeah, on the phantom anxiety stuff, you could do a lot more with that, I think. Yeah. I think you got a, a good premise there. It's, it just basically leaned to it like, I have anxiety because apparently every comic's supposed to now. Uh -huh. Or just really lean into the no reason. The jacket was a good thing. Maybe you have a second example. But just okay. the everyone's supposed, you're right, everyone fucking has anxiety right. for no goddamn reason. Just lean into the, uh, who, who gives us the reasons? Is someone in charge of the reasons? Uh, or like, okay. oh, the whole thing. Okay. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say that you uh, you said we all have anxiety. Uh, just for the record, we don't, and you're a freak and alone. Okay. So just, <laughs> I just want that to be really, yeah. So, um, and then just um, that was it. No, no, I, I uh, no. Um, I I think it might the uh, I like the idea of the the joke about. You sh there's things you should be anxious about that you're not, and then uh -huh. I think that's a good idea. I would try to tie them together a bit more than because it felt like I thought with the the car one, you cutting someone off. I thought then that was going to lead into something that you should have been like you ran out of gas or something, mm -hmm. or which isn't that funny, but I it might to me it makes more sense if if the thing you should be worried about is happening in the same situation as the thing. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, of yeah. like, maybe you're worried about choking and dying on the plastic bag, or I don't know, whatever it is, but just something that's, so it might make it feel more like a cohesive bit, because it yeah. feels like the mafia thing just kind of, yeah, 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 exactly. But other than that, it's a good idea. Okay, cool. Yeah, when you're going with the driving, I had the same thing that, you'd like, is it you just completely forget about traffic signals? Like you're so worried. This guy's following me, and there's a white van, and everything's crazy, and he's connected with the mafia, and you're just like stop signs, fuck them. Like all my tires are flat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I thought about a red light. When yeah, yeah. I was um, I like the bit about the jacket you did. I think it would be funny if you kind of put a pause in there. Like if your friend asks, like, um, like how are you doing, man? And then you're like, man, my life's just tough. I've had like I've been diagnosed with anxiety. Uh -huh. And then they might like somehow lead into them asking you like, oh, what's your, well, like, what's the worst thing that's happened to you? Uh -huh. And, and then you, you, you maybe pause and you'll, you just say it really convincingly. Like yeah. it just, it's just really gut wrenching. Oh, like you okay. lost your jacket. Okay. Um, but I also like the bit about like just talking about the random things that aren't really serious anxiety things in your perspective, mm -hmm. but they bother you. I, yeah. I like that too. Okay. You, and um, you could also say that, like, 
your lunch tastes good because it was your grandma's garbage. Okay. Like maybe her garbage tastes better than what you pack for lunch or something. <laughs> good old grandma's garbage. Okay. Oh, oh, I had one more thing. When you, um, the guy who was 50 who said the bitches thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think he would look like? Like you I just, just thought he was gonna be like some young dude. You, so like, be real specific on okay. what you think you thought he was gonna be like. Oh, okay. I thought he was gonna be some like twenties frat guy with okay. like, you know, it's like, Careful. you know, just yeah, stereotypically mentioned some type of guy and that he's old as you know. Oh, and then yeah, that reminds me. One more thing on that bit. I also wanted to know what you thought that they should be allowed to call women. Okay. Because it was kind of just, I don't oh, know, yes, when you get yes. older, I think I did write that do they become like say. women of bitchery or something? I don't know. Okay. Just, just something yeah. something <laughs> silly. But okay. They officially become witches. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, they grow warts and they fly on brooms. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langlands. Yay! Everybody wish Ian luck on, on it, all of his Tinder dates in the future. Good luck, Ian, on all your Tinder dates in the future. <laughs> no, I have no idea how you guys date. I have no idea how the internet works. I have no idea how anybody who's not a comedian interacts with each other like in the normal world. I'm like, what do you do? What do non-comedians talk about? And so they're boring. Okay, uh, your next comedian. Oh. Yeah, all right, he's been giving great comments tonight, too. Put your hands together, everybody, for Darren Busing. Yay! All right. So uh, we've all been out now, um, out doing mics in the real world after 18 months doing it on Zoom. And uh, it's fun, but sometimes it gets kind of awkward. There's a um, live mic a couple of weeks ago. I saw a guy that I had only seen on Zoom, and I go to walk up to introduce myself in person. Um, this guy happens to be Chinese American, and he told me, dude, we've never met. I know a lot of us might look the same to you people. And I was crushed. I'm not racist. I'm just forgettable. Someone asked me what my pronouns are. I just say I identify as placebo. If you think something important is going on here, I assure you it's a mirage. I like going to the farmer's market um, because I look like this. And um, <laughs> I especially like pomegranates. By the time I'm done with one of those bad boys, my kitchen looks like the shining. Hell yeah, my <laughs> I am full of excitement. I used to eat the seeds whole just like nature intended. Then I found out what it feels like to give birth to a porcupine. So uh, my wife and I have three kids, and when they were really little, they used to bring home a lot of um, art from school. You know, you got your rainbows, your handprint turkeys, you know, crap like that. Now, it just overwhelms the refrigerator. That doesn't fit very much. So uh, my wife had to start putting it up in the study. She made it look all nice with some bulletin boards and ribbon. But really, that just made it look like we were tracking an eight-year-old serial killer. Um, after that, because teachers, if you haven't heard, hate parents, they start assigning three-dimensional art. All those dioramas and shit. You can't put it on the wall. Turned our house into a giant pile of craft. <laughs> and then all our parents' friends, we were all in the same boat, so we got together. And uh, that's why quite a few years ago now, we decided to invent Burning Man. Oh, yeah, that was us. That, like, uh, sex and drugs thing in the desert. 
it's a nice diversion, but the real party is when we pack up our minivans, drive out to the desert, combine all our kids' silly little art projects into one giant ridiculous art project, and then we set that shit on fire. <laughs> um, now, uh, COVID's been, it's been brutal to many people, but it did do one favor to us parents. Because last year, that beautiful virus drove Chuck E. Cheese into bankruptcy. God, I hated that place. You got those loud carnival games, those shitty prizes, and that creepy animatronic band in the back, you know, playing a knockoff birthday song. If I wouldn't experience that many stupid ideas at once, I'd go back into improv. And, uh, you know, when they go in, they stamp you with a, a number on your hand, and they stamp all your kids with the same number on their hands. Now, they tell you that so no one, like, takes your children away, you know, when you're not looking. But, no, that's not it. That's so they make sure you do take home your children when you leave. Because I assure you, after two hours in there, you are really tempted to leave number 31 behind to come off his sugar high on Chuck's watch. Uh, by the way, if you happen to see any uh, unemployed Chuck E. Cheese out on the street begging for money, uh, make sure to buy him a real fucking slice of pizza. Uh, he should know what that tastes like before the pizza rats kill him. Uh, one last thing. Um, uh, I got a couple of divorced friends who are out on the dating apps. I am so glad I didn't have to deal with that shit. Uh, does anyone out there enjoy that den of liars? No. I mean, uh, <coughs> women, I mean, guys have to worry about uh, getting catfished every now and then, but women have to deal with fishing tails all the time. Like, really? Was it that big? And then he offers to send you proof? That's not better. Next time someone offers to send you a dick pic, you send back links to a, to a measurement app and a notary. You tell them the only thing you're interested in is hard numbers. But back in the day, we didn't have to deal with such online shenanigans. We walked into bars and parties, and we lied to each other's faces like adults. All right, that's my time. Thanks. Yay, they're abusing, everyone. Uh, comments and stuff. Hey, I, I think your whole, I like how you lean into your whole nice dad thing. Um, I thought that farmer's market joke at the front was really funny. And, uh, uh, the, the burning man was clever. You're like, uh, you know, the worst word you said was shit. You know, you're like being like, I'm clean, cool dad guy. And, and it was, it was, it was, it was entertaining. I mean, it's not like, I, I don't know like how to comment on it. Cause I don't like, I'm like clean stuff. I, I mean, I, I thought it was entertaining and it was clean. So. Yippee-ki-yay. Hey, great set. Um, I love the part when you said, because I look like this, because that's always funny. Um, and then also, I think I think maybe you just need to pause a little bit between punchlines. Okay. Uh, just a little bit, not much. Just a couple, it's like two or three seconds. I have the same problem, so okay. uh, pot calling kettle black. And then um, I think the Burning Man bit was really, really funny. And also, uh, leaving number 31, being specific about the 31 number, is really funny. So nice job. Is that? Oh, go ahead. I got one more. Um, I really like the farmer's market thing as well. That was pretty funny. Um, there's also like the stereotype that like old white men are always there with like younger Asian women. So if you want to lean into that, that's also an option. And if you go to the farmer's market too, like if like if you want to lean in that too, like you're there with like your big trailer with like fresh produce that's like overpriced. That that that's also something too. But I. I was impressed by the way you tied Burning Man and kids' drawings together. I thought that was really funny, too. Yeah. Before I've been tying the idea of 
throwing in a like a cantaloupe as camouflage other punchline like I would just blink in with it. All right, clap your hands together, everybody, for Darren Busing. Yay! Um, today's a weird night, and some people haven't shown up in the house, so we have one more comedian who's going to get comments, and uh, he didn't know it, but it's going to be him. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ray Khan. Yay! You're right, Pam. I had no idea. Thank you. Hi, guys. Monday. What's up? Yay, joke workshop. Man, what's going on? So... This is my face. Yeah, get a load of it. Cool. I am what you might call ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I look like uh, if Vin Diesel uh, traveled the multiverse and fucked a skinny poor man's Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's what I look like. Uh, I look like uh, if Aziz Ansari had access to milk and vitamins and, uh, and a medieval stretching device. Of sorts. Uh, truth be told, I am 100% Pakistani. Any any Pakis in the house? No, maybe. No. Oh, dude, I'm alone. Bummer. I just painted, pointed the two brown guys in the audience. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, but don't worry. You know, my in-laws who are white, they assure me that I am one of the good kind. Thank you. It's very sweet of them. And don't get me wrong by saying they're very nice people. By saying I'm the good kind, what they really mean is that they're pretty sure that I am not a terrorist. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Sweet, sweet people. Um, I am ethnically ambiguous, and I've been married for 25 years. As of two weeks ago, everybody give it up for 25 years. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I know I look 30 years old. Um, anyways, when we were first dating, she had no idea what I was. She had no idea it was Pakistani. So she'd try to kind of try to figure out what I was, super coy-like, right? She'd be like, hey, Ray, uh, what, do you, what do you want for dinner? You want, like, a dinner and a movie? You want catch to catch something? You want, like, maybe a taco? Huh? Maybe watch some Netflix? Check out Coco? Huh? A movie about Dia, uh, 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 Dia de las Muertas? Huh? You think so? That sounds fun. Cool, no? Okay, cool. How about, like, you want some lumpia? You think a lumpia? How about some chicken adobo? Chicken adobo would hit the spot, wouldn't it? Maybe check out a Pacquiao fight? No? Not that? Okay. All right. That's not you, huh? Cool. Well, you want some lasagna? Huh? Maybe some gabagoo or something? Watch the fucking Godfather? Who are you exactly? You know? Okay, cool, cool. Well, what about what about like just finding a luau and just, you know, watching Moana? You want to go Moana? Yeah, you like that? No? You don't have big calves. Fuck that. No, no, no. I know. Let's just stay home and let's just play a game. Can we just play a game? Let's play Pictionary, huh? Here we go. Sounds like four words. Just draw me your flag. Draw me your flag. Can you just draw me your flag? Like if you were an American, could you just draw me the flag that you would pledge allegiance to? That would be great. That would be great. That would be great. She finally figured it out. We're still in love. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, I like music. Who likes music? What animal in this place doesn't like music? Everyone likes music? Thank you. Thank you. I love Billy Joel. He's got that one song. You know that one song I love? Uh, we Didn't Start the Fire? 
Yeah, you like that song, right? Circa 1989. I am cutting edge, people. Circa 1989, huh? Uh, anyways, um, uh, We Didn't Start the Fire is a great song, only I have a problem with it. He says way too, he says We Didn't Start the Fire way too fucking much, man. I counted it 17 times. He says We Didn't Start the Fire. We Didn't Start the Fire. We Didn't Start, We Didn't start. Over and over again. Dude, if, if, if Billy Joel was uh, was being suspected for arson, he would catch some charges for sure. No way, man. He started all the fires as far as I'm concerned. Like, if I changed the words to we didn't start the fire and just inserted I didn't bang your girlfriend, what if I just did that, right? Just for fun. I'm at a party. I'm like, I'm going to have some fun, guys. I'm going to sing you the song. I didn't bang your girlfriend. There was so much burning. There was so much yearning. I didn't bang your girlfriend. And I did that halfway through the bit, halfway through the song. You'd be like, is Ray banging Susie? <laughs> Damn. I get to 17 times. I swear to God, you'd be like, fuck yeah. 100% Ray is banging Susie. Hey, that's my time, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pam. Yay. Ray Khan, everyone. I didn't fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> And the look-like jokes were really great at the top. And um, okay. the questions, the Pakistani questions, I thought were hilarious. All really great specific examples. The lumpia. Oh, thank you. Um, I mean, I, you might have an opportunity to, at the end, bring in falafel or something and do like a yeah. falafel taco. A, ta a falafel taco? A taco <laughs> falafel, like something. Because you sure. never mention anything Middle Eastern. It's the only thing you don't mention, which yeah. I understand why you don't, but there might be. Yeah. But I thought that was great. And then at the beginning of your Billy Joel joke, I was like, ah, but then once you said the, the I didn't fuck your girlfriend, I was like, ah, pay, it all paid off. Yeah. So like, it took a little while to get there. And I was like, where? And I think I've heard you do this before. And yeah. I don't, but I, I was I like, ah, it definitely paid off. And I, the only thing I think you could add would be some kind of like rap of girls' names. Because in the middle of that song, he's like, so put down a Charlie yeah. Ray, bring it brown and brown. You could make up a bunch of girls' yeah. names yeah. and be like, I didn't fuck your girlfriend. And then yeah, Rita Sue, Bonnie for, for Ray, not, none of us <laughs> in the hay, like, or whatever, just a big list yeah. of girls. Cool. Yeah. That's a great but it was idea. great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other comments? Oh, get in there. Yeah, I was gonna say like solid, solid, solid set. Um, oh, thanks, man. Uh, the Billy Joel bit, like I, like I thought you were gonna start off with like, like, at, like him repeating that over and over again is like really, like that's that's very suspicious. It's like Billy Joel is like slowly <laughs> turning into Bill Clinton, like just like really, like I, I don't know, just just a thought. I didn't yeah. have sexual relations with that yeah, woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you start, you stop believing in him after a while. Yeah, good shit, man. Thanks, man. I've also had Billy Joel in my head this week, but a different song. No, okay. I know. I know. It's just. It's. It's. Maybe it's just how old we are, our time period, or what we grew up with. Uh, it really was a solid set, just as he said. Does anyone else have any other comments or? A solid set as well. That's what I thought. Uh, if you made a, a bit a joke about how saying you were saying you you are like kind of up to date on what's happening on music, maybe you could say you could start with that saying like I'm really up to date with my like music genre or like I'm very Gen Z or whatever, right. and then say. The top artist I'm listening to, very contemporary guy, Billy Joel, something ah, like that. Okay, that could yeah, be one way to share it. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Otherwise, really solid. Thank you, man. Clap your hands together, everybody, hey, for Raycon! Yay! Hey, Raycon. He's actually on the Atlas show this Saturday at 2 p.m. Oh, and I wanted to say to everybody who was in the room, I have a new. So I was going to do it as a showcase, but I'm a little nervous because I did it last month. And I, I mean, I just want to make sure there's people there for the 
for the owner of the bar and everything, but seven o'clock booze land. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is do is an open mic, but like once a week, once a week or once a show, give someone like a 10 minute set. Um, and then hopefully it can become a really cool room. So we'll see. But this, that was the, that was the end of, um, of everybody commenting. And now it's just an open mic and your next comedian just walked through the door. Put your hands together, everybody for Kelly Evans. Yay. That's funny. He's going potty. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah, Mike Bonds, you can go. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Bonds. Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Uh, just want to say, uh, anybody ride the bus here? Anybody ride the San Francisco bus here? You know, it's funny because you know when I get on the bus, I like to play a game called "What the fuck is that smell?" You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is going on with these buses, you know? And, and it's like bus drivers, they don't give a fuck what's going on behind the bus, do they? You know, somebody could get shot, and they'd be like, all right, next stop, cool, let's go. Like, fuck, man. I mean, I think the autom autonomous vehicles are being invented just because of San Francisco bus drivers, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't know what the fuck is going on. You know, I got on the bus the other day, and, uh, you know, it was a full bus, you know, and... Uh, it's one of those things, especially during COVID. You get weird. You know, when there's a lot of people on the bus, it gets weird, doesn't it? You know, and you got to kind of move and kind of maneuver yourself to just stand up, you know. And then there's people that get on the bus with dogs and shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on on these buses, man? What's happening? All right. Oh, uh, that was one joke. Um, the evolution of the mask. Anybody remember when COVID first came out, you know? I was one of those guys that, you know, got duped into buying a fucking $40 mask, you know? I was I was one, because, you know, I think it was like Facebook or something like that hit me up. It's like, hey, Mike, check this out. Grab this mask, pay 40 bucks, and you'll never get COVID. Really? <laughs> okay, cool. You got me, you know? It's one of those, you know, the first cool masks that we had to wear wrapped around our head and everything, and it was so cool. You walk down the street, people are like, hey, where'd you get that mask at? I ordered it online, 70 bucks. Yeah, straight from China. You know, nowadays it's like, fuck these masks. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, man. People really were going all out for masks, right, when this shit first started, right? It was crazy. I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe it. You know, they had a point in time where, like, uh, like you couldn't find a mask anywhere. You guys remember those times where you couldn't even find a mask? You know, I used the old pair of drawers for mine. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go with this. I'm just going to go with this one, you know? It's funny because, you know, these masks these now, nowadays, you know, you can pretty much use anything as a mask. You know, you can pretty much use anything. You can use your hand as a mask. Oh, I give a shit, you know. But there's people that use, like, their shirts as masks and stuff like that. I'm like, really, dude? Are you really protecting somebody here? What's going on, you know? And it's funny because wearing these masks, you realize uh, just how bad your breath is, you know. <laughs> I don't know. That was just me. I realized just how bad my breath is, you know, with these masks on. Um we got any sriracha drinker? Drinkers. <laughs> sriracha drink. You drink sriracha sauce, sir? <laughs> right? Like a dare? You know, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Fuck this. You know? It's, cra it's crazy because, like, I never knew people put so much emphasis on sriracha sauce. You know? I got a buddy who's, like, addicted to this shit. He's, like, like seriously addicted to it. You go in his house, he's got, like, sriracha T-shirts, the sriracha mask, you know? Then he's one of these assholes that walk around, you know, the little sriracha bottles around your neck. You seen these assholes? Anybody got one of those in here? I know, right? It's crazy because I walked in his bathroom the other day and he had a bottle of sriracha sauce in his bathroom, you know. 
Which leads me to believe it's okay to jack off with sriracha sauce. Am I correct? You know, all right. I know, next year he invited me to the sriracha sauce convention in San Diego. That's some shit I won't be doing. Hey, you guys, it's been my time on Mike Bonds. Mike Bonds, everyone, hooray. Sriracha enthusiast. Uh, it's actually not, it's not, I wouldn't say it's not my favorite one. There's these ones that come from Mexico and they're habanero and they are nice and they're called um, El Yucatero. And they're Yamatero, baby. Uh, they have a black one too. Uh, put your, they do, they have a red one and a green one and they have a black one and they have an orange one. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Kelly Evans. <clears throat> Thank you, men's rights activists and Pam. <laughs> All right, brothers, what are we going to do? Okay. <laughs> Close the door. Um, I uh, I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, and she was complaining about her aunt. She's like, she's such a heavy drinker. She's like, she drinks before she goes to the grocery store and while she's gardening. I was like, that just sounds like Saturday for my mom. You know, like, that's just my mom's Saturday right there, you know? There are two things that Debbie likes, all right? Fucking rosé in a box and DIY projects, Okay. She's getting shit done. Mosaics, she'll knock them out for you. Yeah, actually, um, we we all drink mostly. And uh, I had a Thanksgiving where we are going over to my girlfriend's parents' house. Uh, and it's just us. Uh, so basically me, my girlfriend, her parents, and then my mom and my sister. And uh, her parents are from New Orleans. So they are legendary drinkers. They can fucking put... It is a sport to these people, all right? One year, her dad actually peed in the closet where everyone's coats were. That's where, was that an accident or a power move? I don't know. <laughs> we still don't know, you know? Like, so we're, we're pre-gaming, and my mom gets blitzed by noon, which is before we leave for Thanksgiving. So she's drunk, and it's her job to make the Thanksgiving, uh, the, uh, sorry, the stuffing. So it's her job to make the stuffing, and we're on our way into the house, and then she drops it in the driveway. He was so drunk that she dropped the stuffing. And we were so drunk that we ate the stuffing. <laughs> Fucking dish and all. We're like, mmm, crunchy. It is. <laughs> Why are my gums bleeding? Oh, my God. <laughs> Highlight of that night was actually uh, throwing popcorn at her belly button. When she says, I was like, fucking nailed it. Anyway, <laughs> we have fun. Um, <laughs> female versus male circumcision. Let's talk about it. All right, let's, let's get into it. Close the door. Um, anyway, uh, they're just, they're, I just realized they're wildly different things. Like female circumcision, horrible crime. It's a fucking travesty. And male circumcision sometimes has a party, you know? Maybe there's a, there's a celebrate balloons, huh? We're going to just nobody make the animals. Um, it's a snake. <laughs> too soon. That's too soon. Um, yeah, it's like just because they're totally different premises of why they happen because female circumcision is like we are going to fucking take pleasure away from you we're taking away your power and male circumcision is like your dick could be prettier you know <laughs> it could be a prettier dick i mean you know we just want you to be fashionable turtlenecks are out right now you know or, let's cut it up um i uh i was watching youtube and I got this like video, uh, this advertisement, and the advertisement was like, 
uh, do you suffer from porn addiction? And then it was like a basically an advertisement of like a program for a porn addiction to like help you get rid of it. But it, please honk me if you need to. Um, and uh, but it was like it was like a multi-level. It was like a pyramid scheme. Quit porn, <laughs> like which I was like, what kind of fucking scam is this? Also, why are they targeting these ads at me? What the fuck? I don't even like porn, you know? I mean, I watch it, obviously. We all do. <laughs> Who enjoys it? Um, all right, that's it's like reality TV, you know? It's like I don't enjoy it, but I watch a lot of it, and it's probably really bad for me, you know? Um, all right, I'm going to finish with this. Uh, it might be a little longer than I want it to be. I smoke weed again. Who smokes weed? Yeah, that's right, energy level. Um so I just started, and uh, I forgot that uh, sometimes I get surprised with a panic attack, which is not the surprise I'm looking for. You know, like, that's not the surprise you want when you smoke weed. I want surprise, like, here's a puppy and a raccoon that think they're family, you know? Not, yeah, not like surprise. Why did Debbie Gonzalez break up with you in eighth grade? And uh, I had an earring. That's why. I don't have time to finish this, but uh, thank you very much. You guys have been great. Have a good night. Yay! Super funny set, Kelly Evans. Yay! All right. Uh, moving right along. Pete's not here. Wally's not here. John Appleseed is here. Oh, John, John Gallagher. But a J, he's here. Uh, hey, put your hands together, everybody, for a J. Yay! How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? All right. Uh, yeah, a few few new shit, few new shit. I mean, I'm, first language is English. Trust me. All right, all right. Um, recently, one of my friends was asking me what my favorite movie was because, like, I'm really into movies, and uh, he took notice finally, which was nice. Um, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, what's your favorite movie? Like, what's your favorite like superhero movie?" And he was like, "It's probably Eternals, right? There's like Camille Nanjiani's in that movie." I was like, first of all, Pakistani." So. I don't know why we hate each other. You ask them. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But uh, I did like that they made him like shoot cricket balls out of his fingers. That was cool. Uh, nice touch. Nice touch. But uh, my my favorite Marvel movie is actually Infinity War. Yeah. Do you guys know what that is? There's a few older folks in the crowd. I just want to take take. All right. All right. Uh, it's the one where they all turn to dust, which is nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know a lot about comics. I just have dry skin, so it's just. <laughs> It's so ni nice to see some representation. They're like black superheroes, brown superheroes. No, no, no. I like superheroes that are made of dust. That's uh, made made of wafer wafer cookies. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Omicron variants going around. I feel like a massive nerd anytime I say that word. But uh, it, it feels like like they're they're like superhero superhero movies at this point because like every time a new one comes out, you got to wear a new costume, right? And uh, they're getting goofy. I, I, I'm not even going to do that one. No, no fucking feedback on that shit. Uh, did you guys see that Travis Scott hired uh, Trump's ex-lawyer uh, to represent him? I thought that was nice. I thought that was, that was a good touch. This is a smart move, right? That lawyer has a lot of experience. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure that lawyer is just happy that like Travis Scott wasn't tossing like oxygen tanks into the crowd. Um, <laughs> that would have been rough. He's like, all right, all right, we got this, we got this. But uh, I also think it's like he probably has a lot of experience, right? Because like Trump does look like he's always attending a Travis Scott concert. Whenever he talks, he's just like this shit. All right, all right. <laughs> it's funny to me. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, I think. Okay, moving completely off off of that. Uh, I've been thinking a little bit about like um, getting a getting a dog. I, I think pets are nice and all, but I think some pets get a little bit too much love. 
Um, my roommate's cat's lonely, which, first of all, who gives a fuck? But, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a fucking money sink in your house that, like, occasionally humps you. That's, that's all you get from, from a pet. But, uh, like, she, yeah, the cat's lonely, so, and he's been acting out, so she's like, all right, we should get him a friend. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was like, it, that's, that's, um, that's nice, but there's, we already have another cat. Like, I don't know why you want to get, like, a clitter box or some shit. Like, all right, it was a joke about sex dolls for cats. <laughs> I'm here to work on that one. Um, but, yeah, I, I was actually flying for Thanksgiving. I f flew out to uh, Florida to see some family um, to just, like, for, for, uh, for a wedding, actually. But, uh, yeah, flying is weird because, like, I, I read this thing about how the FAA got, like, over 5,000 reports of, like, drunk passengers. Are you guys, like, looking at something else? I, I, I saw you mention some shit. All right, fuck it. Um, but yeah, yeah, they, they got over 5,000 reports of drunk passengers, which is like frightening. And I read a report about how this one dude got on the plane drunk, right? And he kept drinking his own alcohol. He refused to stop. He groped a flight attendant and then kept drinking and then took a shit and then got high in the bathroom and they, then they landed, right? And that's like, th th first of all, that's like, whoa, that's a lot of shit. And then you realize that it's a flight from San Jose to San Diego. It's like, that's an hour flight. <laughs> It's like, damn, dude. It's like, you didn't have any meth on this plane? Jesus Christ. We saw the goat. All right. <laughs> That's wild. But uh, yeah, yeah. I also, it was wild to see, like, or not wild. It was, it was just interesting to see that, like, the emergency exit in, like, planes have, like, no standards. Like, anybody could sit there. Like, they'll ask you. They'll come up to you and be like, hey, in the event of emergency, will you help? Like, you have to say it. Please, will you help in, a, in the event of emergency? And it gets, like, really romantic, right? Because, like, Everybody's wearing masks. No one can hear each other. They're getting like really impassioned. They're like, please, will you say the words? <laughs> will you help? But uh, that's also a really loaded question, right? Right? Because like 20% of the people that have IBS don't know. So this could be a really shitty situation, pun intended. Right? Just like aim for the water, please. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I want to try. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. A JD, everyone. Hooray. Planes. Trains, planes, and automobiles. Your next comedian. Uh, clap your hands together, everybody, for John Gallagher. Yay! All right. Hello. It's cold, man. I'm freezing. It sucks. I uh, I've, I I got a friend that posts uh, terrible Instagram stories. Do you guys have that? Like. If you're going to do a lot of Instagram stories, you need to learn how to, like, do them properly. You know what I mean? Like, format them correctly. Like, this is what this guy posted, right? He posted a picture of his dog, and his dog was just chilling there. Then the next story was a picture of his dog, like, limping in a field, and then immediately cut away to just a, a, a gravestone of the dog. <laughs> and it was like, did you murder your dog for an Instagram story and then post it for likes, I guess? Like... He was just like, and he he said later, this is like a memorial for his dog. But it's like, but the way you format that was us following you, mur like old yellering your dog. It's like you shouldn't post this for people. Hide this. Hide the fact that you murdered your nice dog that you love. I guess. Cool. I uh, I had a couple friends that were telling me they were donating sperm, which is you know the sign that you're doing great. <laughs> honestly, you know. And it's like I'm not gonna be a sperm donor. You know what I'm gonna be though? Is I'm gonna be a sperm loner. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, loan you, loan you sperm for a 15% more sperm to be returned to me later so I can start my bank. The juice is running. Juice is sperm. Anyway, uh, got a little cocky. Hey, hey, keep going. Anyway, baby, I, uh, I was walking around. I like, uh, I like 
the people that get their windows broken and have the no valuables inside on the window for their car? Because it's like, isn't that the most Bay Area like answer to that problem? It's like, I know what'll stop this crime. Words, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful prose will, they just need to understand, you know? It's like, what the, f no. It's like, I'm starving and I'm gonna break and steal your shit. Your catalytic converter will feed me for months. I don't know if you know that. Cause like you never know, you never like anybody that writes that on their car. It's never a shitty car ever. It's a fucking Tesla, and they're like nothing valuable inside. It's like you have an iPod into your fucking center console that I could throw at someone. You know exactly. It's like you can't you can't say no valuables inside to something that's a minimum of sixty thousand dollars. This isn't valuable. I could I could gun this thing off the side of a fucking freeway. I could I could kill myself in an insurance lawsuit. I don't know why I thought about that. That'd be cool though. It's a weird thing to. It's a weird direction to go. Boy, boy, I used to be a substitute teacher, and uh, I think the like the thing is talk about educating children. That wasn't the worst part of the job. I think the worst part of the job was getting worried that you would be murdered by a gun. You know, I think that was probably the the worst part of that job. Being worried about being assassinated, not assassinated, not a president, but just dying, you know? And then you think about it, and you're like, you know, the worst part is, that's not the worst thing, is if everybody gets shot in this classroom, I mean, what better way as an educator to mold young minds than off the back of a classroom wall? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there you go. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, it's like, I don't know where you guys are on the sides of uh, school shootings, though. I mean, you know, there's good people on both sides, honestly, right? And uh, but there's one thing we can all agree on is, you know, you can't spell school shooter without spelling cool shooter. And that's just, it's true. Yeah, man. Yeah. If that, if that bugs you, also got cool hooters in there, which would also make those really spice up a lot of those school shootings. Give these 13-year-olds a sweet pair of floppy naturals just as they <laughs> fucking die. I'll be sick. You know what? They don't see. There's no. Uh, there's no um, lady school shooters. I know, right? What about equality there? You know. And I think it was because of the very first, uh, the only lady school shooter was probably like Carrie. You know, and Carrie didn't need a gun. She's used her brain. That's where's that Yas Queen <laughs> meme? Women can do anything, even murdering their bullies with your brain. It's, like, it's gir <laughs> girl boss shit. Throw pig's blood on me, pig. Oh, let's see. I don't know. This is the, this is the kind of writing I'm doing, baby. A.K.A. just watching Carrie. Fucking good movie. You guys seen that shit? De Palma. I didn't know that's what the Adam Sandler, they're all going to laugh at you came from. Do you know that? I thought that was just a fun impression. It's like, no, it's a Carrie reference. Like, what the fuck? How much more subversive and weird is that? Adam Sandler, everybody. Think about that. Anyway, I think I don't have anything else to say. Thank you. John Gallagher, everyone. What a fantastic set that was. John Gallagher. So super funny. Yay. Uh, hey, we're in a rock block of super funny guys. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Pete Balmer. Yay. Sweet. What's going on? What's... All right, let's just... Okay, good to see everybody. What's going on? How's, um, let me just, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you guys are, yeah, you guys are just, whatever this is. Yeah, you can have that, okay. I put a move mic stand around at the top of my set list. 
I was like, no one ever moves the mic stand around all that much. Maybe there's something there. And I think probably not. You think about it. But that's you can take that home with you. Cool. Uh, oh, my zipper's undone. That was not a part of the set list. Okay. Jesus Christ. Feel free to honk the horn now. This is already... Just, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, ki- it's, you know, I'm giving them a show for these fucking dudes who are in the. That's what they. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm dating. I'm a single man dating. There we go. Uh, <laughs> this crowd can relate. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I hate it when my friends ask me how's dating going. Um, because like I think you know the answer to that just based on the fact that you're asking the question, right? Like. <laughs> If dating was going well, then I wouldn't still be dating, right? I would be seeing someone, which for some reason that's the term that you use when your relationship gets like more serious is like seeing someone, which like doesn't make sense to me because like I see people all the time, right? Like I see Kelly Evans like once a week and <laughs> for a long time. We didn't fuck until yesterday. So <laughs> I don't know. I have a good point. Yeah. Uh, I've never actually had a serious girlfriend. Uh, the longest relationship I've ever had was two and a half months, uh, and I know that that doesn't count because uh, that is shorter than a season of The Bachelor. <laughs> and the relationship didn't end because we got married afterwards. That's not what happened. Um, and I don't mind. Like it doesn't like bother me. I do worry sometimes that it's like a red flag for other women, right? Because like, let's say you go to a buffet and somebody has eaten some of all of the dishes at the buffet except for the tuna casserole. You might be like, hmm, I think that tuna casserole might have intimacy issues. <laughs> Probably just stick with the meatloaf. <laughs> Seems kind of boring and shitty, but other people seem to like it, so it works. I'm a lazy guy. Anybody else in here lazy? Woo! All right, that was a test and you failed. Uh, if you were really lazy, you'd be like, he doesn't need me to make any noise. Uh, <laughs> Probably just keep sitting here. Uh, I don't know. I, I just value fucking chilling, you know? I work hard at stuff that I think is important, but otherwise I'll just, you know, fucking kick it. Like, I hate when people are like, I like to make my bed first thing in the morning such that I accomplish something right to start my day. And it's like, I like to start my day by laying in bed until I absolutely have to get out. And then I get up and I'm like, I already got in like 18 minutes of chill time today. This is, <laughs> is going to be a good fucking day. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I was walking with a buddy recently and, uh, there was this lady that walked by and she had these like big fake boobs. Right. And I kind of, after we walked by, I like, gave my buddy a look. I was like, mm, you know, like when you see some boobs, you're like, mm, yeah, sorry. Uh, and he goes, eh, not really for me, dude. I don't really like, I don't really like plastic surgery. Like I prefer when a woman's just, you know, comfortable with herself. Um, and like doesn't feel the need to change that. And I'm like, cool. Glad that your penis has morals. <laughs> That's not where I'm at. Like, I like fake boobs for the same reason that I like Pop-Tarts, right? Because, like, you eat a Pop-Tart and your body goes, Mmm, something sweet? You must have found berries that aren't poisonous. All right, I didn't think about that all more. Okay. <laughs> this is a good start to the joke, though. Okay, cool. I like smoking weed. Uh, I smoke weed most days of the week. Um, and whenever you hear somebody tell you that they smoke weed most days of the week, that's how you know that they smoke weed Every day of the week. Yeah, we're very good at lying to ourselves. Um, and uh, like, I think my one of my favorite parts of smoking weed is going to dispensaries. Uh, I like going to dispensaries because sometimes when you go to a dispensary, you get to interact with someone who is currently working at their dream job. 
you know and like for most of the employees that's not the case but sometimes you'll get like a 22 year old is like their second job they're still in the honeymoon phase of weed they want to tell you everything they're like okay so this weed is going to make you feel like you're ballroom dancing with the keebler elves <laughs> and this weed is going to make you feel like you're drowning in chunky peanut butter but like in a chill way <laughs> You're like, oh, that's so cute. Like, you haven't figured out that, like, once you're over 25, you just smoke weed to feel less. <laughs> but go ahead, keep telling me about the purple dino rockets. I am in the market. Okay. What's some other fun thing? Like, if I just get here and move the mics, like, what if I just, like, fucking. Like, uh, this, would this be a funny way to start a set? No, okay. I don't. Okay. This is. Okay. I'm sorry, Pam. It didn't bang. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yay! You're wonderful. You're innovative. You're hilarious. Pete Palmer, yay! Play with the mic stand. Don't dance around with it. We don't care. It doesn't matter. The radio listening audience can figure out what's going on. Uh, they're all. These are all lovely sets. We still uh, we have more comedians to go, and we're kind of jumping around the list. But put your hands together for your next comedian, John Lee Appleseed. Yay! She broke the ties hey, thanks, guys. Um, so John Lee Appleseed. That's a nickname that my friends gave me a while ago uh, when I was really young, like in middle school. And it's in reference to Johnny Appleseed. You guys know about the myth of. Okay, we're all American here. Uh, I really like the reference and I like the nickname because like Johnny Appleseed, I too want to travel the United States spreading my seeds, you know, different kind of seed, but same goal. Also, uh, just like Johnny Appleseed, so Johnny Appleseed, he wears overalls, has a bag of, carries on a bag of seeds, a Bible, and he also like wears a cooking pot on top of his head. And just like Johnny Appleseed, I too smoke a lot of weed. That's... <laughs> Who call me a pothead myself, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Some of you guys, was that a good groan or a bad groan? It's okay, right? All right. Uh, speaking of, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. You saw it live. You saw it happen live. Uh, so I'm Korean. I grew up Korean. Um, and I will continue to grow up Korean. Um, but growing up Korean means that uh, your parents... You, you heard a lot of shit about Japanese people growing up. That's what it means to be Korean. And my mom would tell me loads of shit about Japanese people. My mom hated Japanese people. And, uh, like, when I was, it started when I was really young, too, when I was, like, six or seven years old. She'd be tucking me into bed, and she would say, like, hey, John, I want to tell you something. And I'm like, okay, Mom. And she's like, you know, one time, a long time ago, Japanese people ran an experiment on Korean people. I'm like, okay, Mom, that's super cool. And she said you know, what they would do is they would take Korean moms and their babies and they would take all of them and put them in a room where there's a hot plate on the ground and they would turn on the hot plate to see what the moms would do. And at first, the Korean moms, out of concern for their kids, would hold up their kids so the kids wouldn't feel the heat from below, right? But eventually, it got so hot and the pain got so excruciating that the Korean moms would put their babies on the ground and step on the babies to avoid the pain themselves. And the Japanese ran this experiment until both mom and, and child died. Okay, good night, you know. <laughs> good night, sweet dreams, right? And so then I'd be in bed, fucking shivering, right? Super afraid. But not of Japanese people, but of my mom. Because I knew that if it ever came down to it, she'd use me as like her hot plate Korean baby slippers, you know? So... That's one thing. Another thing about growing up was uh, 
and this kind of is a segue from my first joke, but um, so my name is John, and that's a very common name, right? John Lee Appleseed helps me differentiate that, right? And uh, growing up, I noticed there were hella Johns everywhere, so I asked my mom, why, why'd you name me John, right? A little, I was a little pissed, you know? And this is when I was like young, sub 10 of age, right? And so then she said, John, I named you John because in Hebrew, that means a gift from God, okay? And I was psyched. I told all my friends about it, and then I grew, I grew up, and I asked again, I said, hey, mom, why'd you name me John? And she was like, oh, you know, me and your dad were taking English classes, and that was like the first name in any of the English textbooks, you know? So this whole time, I thought I was named after something really beautiful, when really, I'm just a product of lazy-ass immigrants, right? Also, I should have known, because my parents are Korean. What the fuck do they know about Hebrew? <laughs> like, why would that ever, why would that ever connect? Did I get the beeps? Not yet? Okay, cool, I got one more. Um, so I saw on the news that, uh, so this was like, this happened a while ago, and I'm, I'm sure it happens every year, but some dude cut off his dick, and he like threw it really far away so that nobody would find it. And the reasoning was because it wasn't being used. He said he was, he was with no girls, right? And he was really sad and lonely about it. I guess he was in a depressive mode, so he chopped it off and sent it away, right? And that really, that really like shocked me because I, I bought a panini press a long time ago that's <laughs> sitting on the corner, and I haven't used that for a long time. I never thought of throwing it away, right? And, a lot of, and you could say a panini press is a lot like a penis because if you have one, and it's good, and you know how to use it, then your sandwiches could start tasting a lot better. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. That's my time. Thanks, guys. John Lee Appleseed, everyone. Very funny. Um, Julio, are you still around? Julio, are you still around? Did he go out and smoke? Bye. Oh, he left? Gosh darn it. It's one of those things where, like, you just got to hang around until someone's not here. But we do have a comedian who she walked in, and she's making it. a. Now there's there's a 50% more women. Or I have no idea how math works. Put your hands together, everybody, for Denise Lee. Yay! Hello. Um feeling a little out of it right now. I've been drinking too much. Sparkling water. <laughs> yeah, feeling feeling a little bloated right now. I'm not gonna lie. That's why I got my jacket zipped up. Like feeling a little betrayed by seltzer water, right? Like I'm just like one Pompamoose LaCroix away from just like my kidneys popping out from the bloating. Um yeah, so 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 it's the sparkling water or the cheese pizza I ate last night. One of the two, <laughs> not really sure which. Um, let's see, what else did I have here? I mean, pizza is a lot of dairy, right? Like, um, like just, just like 12 inches in diameter of lactose, right? Uh, and lactose intolerance is tough. Like, it's a condition that should not be joked about. Like. For the longest time, I was taking lactate pills every day. It had no impact. I was still experiencing all the symptoms. So I went to the doctor. Uh, he ran a couple tests, and he was like, yo, you just overeat. <laughs> you don't have lactose intolerance. 
do you know how upsetting it is to know that your problems aren't caused by genetics but just like a product of your own poor life choices like I can't blame this on my parents like I usually do with everything else right like it's pretty tough um all right I don't like the follow-up there so we're just gonna keep going um okay I feel like my life is pretty routine um, and, and life has been feeling pretty mundane. So I've been trying to kind of spice things up a little. So I got a new stick of deodorant, <laughs> got a new scent, you know, try, trying to switch things up a little bit. No longer a clean lavender girl. Now I'm more of a tropical orchid. Um, but, but, but yeah, like, um, I, I kind of feel like I got a second chance in life now, you know? Um, just every anything is possible now. It's a fresh start. It's a fresh start. Um, I just came from working out, and I'm really glad we got this, like, six-foot radius because, I mean, I sweat a lot, okay? And I'm not going to lie. It's not pleasant. It's not odorless for sure. Like, deodorant is very important to me. Like, I remember once I was out of deodorant and uh, this friend had asked me to get lunch with her. And it was a very high stakes situation because it was July and I was wearing a gray t-shirt. So I had to get creative. And so I looked around my house. I was like, all right, no deodorant. But then I saw a bottle of Febreze air freshener and I got this amazing idea to just stay home and just cancel <laughs> any any excuse to bail, right? Um, I told my friend that I had food poisoning. <laughs> For some reason, uh, gastrointestinal issues seemed more dignified than <laughs> just sweaty armpits, right? Um, okay, those are actually like my two main jokes. Um, I'm gonna try one more thing. So I'm doing the hates debates tomorrow. Um, it's bears with arms versus bearing arms. I'm bears with arms. So here's here's one of my arguments. <clears throat> the first time that I saw a bear was not in the wild but on castro street um I, I i didn't know what uh what bears were like so i did some research googled good bears with arms and for some reason it took me to Pornhub, and i was just shown a plumber <laughs> with very nice arms um, for those unfamiliar, Pornhub is a website uh, that advertises the benefits of home repair services and food delivery. Um, all right. Okay. So that's one of them. So, all right. I think, I think that was good. We'll keep working on that. All right. Thank you. I'm Denise. Denise Lee, everyone. Go see her tonight, tomorrow night. Hates debates. It's an eight o'clock show. It's really fun. Thanks, John. You had a really great set. All right. It looks like he's our last comic here other than me. I might do a set. Or I might not. I don't know. Uh, but put your hands together, everybody. And thanks for staying and pay attention. And he's really lovely. Connor Norton. Yay. What's going on? How's everyone doing? That showmanship at the Mutiny Radio. Um, so my dad's getting a little bit older, and you can kind of tell because the first thing to go is like, 
every time we have a conversation, he just wanders away from the point super quickly. Like, this was around when Amber Heard was kind of gone girling Johnny Depp, and we were having a conversation about it. <laughs> and uh, it was me and my siblings, and my dad chimes in, and he's like, within three sentences, he'd already wandered into, you know, men can get raped too conversation. And he was like, uh, he was basically making the argument that male arousal stems from sensation. It's a biological response, and it can be triggered by just the correct sensations applied to the penis. We're a really tight family. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're going to have to bear with me on this. It's a workshop. <laughs> um, and he's, and yeah, so he's, he's telling you, he's, he's basically making the point that, you know, you can force a man to be aroused and therefore you can force him to have sex against his will, which is funny, but that's not funny, but it's funny that, it's funny that he would, like, I feel like most male rape is like unconsexual butt fucking. That's not funny either, but, <laughs> but he was imagining getting like strapped down and having like something but <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I didn't like the way he did it either. He was kind of like dancing around, just saying "glory hole" because he kept being like, "If I, if I were to, I don't, I don't know, like put a hole in a wall, maybe a thin wall, like a bathroom stall, and then I were to put my penis in it, and I could theoretically anonymously get a blowjob to completion from a man, and and I love your mother, but it could be done." <laughs> I was like, all right, happy Thanksgiving and grace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of great dads, there's a, uh, there's that new movie coming out about uh, Venus and Serena Williams' dad, King Richard. Anyone excited about that? Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I guess I'm just curious, like, how many majors did this guy win? What's this guy, what's this guy's stat line, you know? Like I saw a headline the other day that was uh behind two of the greatest female athletes ever is an even greater man. I know. And I don't have a punchline yet. <laughs> Which is arguably even worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um okay. So, okay, so I'm working on I guess we'll just talk through this one. I'm working on this idea that's like, uh, every time I do stand up uh, in the Tenderloin without fail, I see like two or three different meter maids. And it's like, thanks San Francisco, you know? No? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm gonna give time back to the room, but I appreciate it. Thanks guys. Yay, Connor Norton. It's called a poor tax. That's what it's called. It's called taxing the poor because if they could pay for a parking space, they'd be in a garage. Not trying to find one of the 12 fucking things on the street. Um, let's see. I want to, I'll tell, if you guys will bear with me, I'll tell like, like just a couple jokes. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. So cold. 
it's so cold and i know it's like dumb to mention the weather but jesus christ what happened it was spring like this weekend beautiful spring day on saturday and now i'm dying it doesn't matter though because i'm going through hot flashes i've never i had no idea there were so many sweat glands on my chest like just on this part not even under my boobs i used to run competitively i used to run 10ks and i sweat more at night sleeping than i did running 6.2 miles why how is this possible what is this from it's a room full of men well denise she's gonna she's like i'm sick of hearing about menopause pam wait till you go through it once those eggs drop you become a 14 year old boy and <laughs> no one listens to them either i guess no the only equation i can have between hot flashes and anything that you might all understand is it's like being a 14 year old boy and getting a boner. Now, I don't know what it's like to get a boner, but I saw a lot of them. <laughs> I used to teach high school and for no reason, no, seriously, you're like freshman biology, you're, do, you're like dissecting frogs and you look around and you're like, does the frog have tits? Like what is going on? And you ask a 14 year old boy and they go, uh, well, I'm not supposed to ask those questions, obviously, because I'm a female teacher, but I've heard what you all talk about. Come on. I don't, I've never actually asked a 14-year-old what it's like to get constant boners, but I have to assume that it's just like hot flashes. You get them out of nowhere. There's nothing that drives them. It isn't embarrassment. It isn't something you see. It's just out of nowhere. Maybe the wind blew in a weird direction or you're, maybe you rubbed one part of the something. I don't know. It's that same thing. For no reason, all of a sudden, this uncontrollable thing is happening that you have no power to stop. It's weird. Uh, about when you don't have um, uh, deodorant, Denise, you can use panty liners. <laughs> That's what the doctor told me. I went to the doctor for menopause because I sweat so much at night and I'm like, tell me what to do. And she says, oh, well, there's a lot of techniques. You can sleep on a towel. <laughs> and she said, or you could take the panty liners and you can put them in your, in your T-shirt and they'll soak up all the sweat. So I was like, oh, the cotton industry again. They want us to put cotton by our twat. Now I don't need it in my twat anymore. And they're like, kill, kill plants. Be something about the environment and your body. We don't get them for free. I'm sweating. You know, I do. You have you have your wife. Did she go through this? Yeah. And what did you? How did you feel about it? You're just not supposed to talk. I just give her some. You give her. Yeah. It's true because it's like, and then you get. And I'm insane. I'm an insane person now. I have delusions, but I don't because all women go through this. But we're told that we're crazy, and I don't believe things. But it's called. There's the thing. It's menopause brain. And then you go into the doctor and say, "Help! Help!" And they're like, no, there are no drugs for that because you're not a man. Because <laughs> if men went through menopause, there would be a pill that you would take and it would just go away. That's how that works. If men went through menopause, there'd be refrigeration stations on every corner so you could chill the fuck out. I'm going crazy. No, seriously, I'm sweating. I didn't even know, like... I, I had no idea that my vagina, it, I don't even know if it's my vagina sweating. Like it's a, a round, it's like, and then I, I woke up this morning and I was like, did I pee the bed? And I was like, no, I'm smelling, I'm smelling things. I'm like, it's so wet. I know it's not funny yet, but maybe someday. I'm literally smelling them. And then I was like, did the cats, what is this something? I, it's, I, I don't even know how to fix it at all. What was the last, the last part of that joke is if there'd be a pill 
refrigeration and said, oh yeah, if men went through menopause, there would be a pillow and a set of sheets that would sense your mood. And it would blow silent air on you and whisper, people still want to fuck you. <laughs> that's what that's what it would be like. Okay, uh, thank you all for staying and listening. Thanks for being here in the cold. Um, this week is crazy. I haven't put out the pre-sign for tomorrow's OMG, but we have 12 free tickets sold to regular people that aren't comedians. So that's exciting for tomorrow. So come to OMG. I'm going to put the pre-sign out. I don't know when. Uh, and then, so look for that. Wednesday, Asiento. Thursday, I have a new open mic. It's at Boozland because I want it to be a showcase, but I just, it's so hard to promote six shows a week because it just gets diluted. And I'm like, ah, so it's going to be an open mic, but I'm going to kind of have it be a lottery, but I'm also going to book like a person to do a long set. I don't know what's going to happen with Boozland, but it's a fucking cool place and come support it so that it'll exist. Um, Friday's here at six and Saturday is two at Atlas. So thanks again, everybody. Bye. I'm just fucking around, Pam. I'm just fucking around. Don't worry about I'm just a modern guy. Of course, I've had it in the ear before. Lust for life. Lust for life. Lust for life. Lust for life. Just a modern guy huh. Of course I've had it in the ear before Lost for life Lost for life Lost for life Lost for life I got lost for life 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 I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of... <laughs> uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah, right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song.
Oh, uh, uh, let's watch full length. Oh, wait, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See, ya. See you next month. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Since 1971, the San Francisco Tenants Union has been fighting for the rights of tenants and for the preservation of affordable housing in San Francisco. Starting from the struggle for rent control in the 1970s, the Tenants Union has been the city's leading advocate for tenants. The Tenants Union is supported by membership and counseling donations, and this enables advocacy to be uncompromising and not influenced by pressures from government or other funders. It is a 501c4 since it campaigns for political candidates, so generally donations are not tax deductible, although large donations may qualify. Please visit WFTU.org for more information. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Black, black, plastic. Mutiny Radio. FM. Saturday. Noon to two. Every Saturday. All music. All night. ACLU of California reminds us that we have the right to speak out. Both the California Constitution and the First Amendment to the United States Constitution protect our rights to free expression. There are many questions we face when we decide to organize and speak out. Do we need a permit? Are there limitations? Or when or when can we not demonstrate? What about civil disobedience? For all of this information, please check out aclunc.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Alex! 
Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be... Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way! What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, 
Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. who have an insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion, and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you mm -mm. it's uh it's it's Halloween is what it is. It's um it's Bughouse Square. Welcome. Um I'm I'm pretty excited right now, if you can tell. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man I've been hearing his name all over the land Hey, this week on Bughouse Square I got, um I'm, I'm, I'm hanging at home again, but um, I'm doing it um, I'm trying to take advantage of uh, being at home and having that flexibility, so it is a Halloween night it's a full moon uh, I kind of went through my records and found things that were kind of you know, on the deck, a disturbing side to me, uh, but not totally. Um, I don't know, contributors, I didn't really send anything out. Uh, I may tap into some things, but we'll see how the flow goes. But uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. And uh, this is, uh, this will be a good, uh, this will be a good one. Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men Killed him in the river some strange man was that a vigilante man
Why does a vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that soda shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land The shutters lifted an inch in Temperance Building, high on Boucher's Hill, and red mutant eyes gazed down on Hunger City. No more big wings. Fleas the size of rats sucked on rats the size of cats, and 10,000 peploids split into small tribes, coveting the highest of the sterile skyscrapers like packs of dogs assaulting the glass fronts of Lovney Avenue, ripping around. Shiny silver fox, now leghorns, family badge of sapphire and cracked emerald. The gear of the diamond dogs. This ain't nothing old. This is genocide.
the sky.